Romania 10. 10 years in the making. Welcome everyone to Squared Circle Rewind episode 71 where we are reviewing WWF WrestleMania 10. But as we start off every episode, let's go to the uh, the bad news of the body slam. <laughs> What's up, Body Slammers? Every time I hear that, I, I think he's going to say, like, here's Bruce. Or here's Johnny. <laughs> no, here's Davey. Here's Davey. <laughs> so I'm going to get the bad news out of the way right quick. So, last night, Adam Edge Copeland's mother passed away. Don't know details as to how. But I just wanted to say that, you know, we sent along our condolences, our respects to Adam and the family because he did release a tweet today about it. And it was really hard to read because... Probably went through a lot, and they you know they just announced Edge and Christian's show of awesomeness, or whatever it's called, on the network coming yep. back, and then this happens. So, on behalf of myself, and I'm assuming both of you guys included, yes, yes, we send along our condolences and respects. Um, now that I've had the bias on your emotions, yes, which is <laughs> turning to be a trending thing every like week. Yep. So there was some announcements that were official in regards to all elite wrestling. Which is being ran by I can never pre- remember the guy's name from Jacksonville Jaguars, the owner. Uh, Con. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, his, uh, Con. I, I can't. Mr. Con. Mr. Con. Yeah, I can't. I can't pronounce yeah, his first Mr. name. Mr. Con, Chris Jericho, and Jim Ross. So those three, you know, Con's billionaire status. Well, the with, money man. Yeah, with Jericho and Ross, it's like this could be good. It, it just started off as that, like oh, all the wrestling. It was minor. It was like it's coming, but then they released more news how they filed trademarks. For Tuesday Night Dynamite. Oh, trademarks. So, okay. there, so there's hints of a TV. Now. So there's a TV show coming out apparently called Tuesday Night Dynamite. Uh, all of the wrestling, I believe it's All or Nothing, is one of the pay per view names. All in, two, all out, and like three or more four other ones. Were I, also I really hope that the other two are all left and all right. <laughs> and all up and all down. Yeah. <laughs> and all above. And all below. <laughs> Do they need like creative writers? Because we're ready. All around. Oh. Oh. All around could be like the WrestleMania. Okay. 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 And then Ben will name the pay per views. Dave will name the tag teams. Yep. What? Because you know I'm freaking amazing oh, at that God. shit. Yeah. You know I'm I'm stellar. You'll bring you'll bring the WWE <laughs> aspect to it. Oh jeez. They also said that Kenny Omega, Marty Skrull, Skrull, yeah. Skrull. I was going to say Skrull. Marty nope. Skrull, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes are obviously going to be involved, hence the All Elite. Now, are they treating it like... Because I, I didn't know about all this. It's but coming. Are they treating it like TNA used to be, where they are not under contract of the company? They're they're still... No they, like, they go, that. They go in for their show, and then they can still work other dates I'm assuming other because of how Omega and Rhodes and the Bucks love to have their open schedule... Probably. I'm assuming there's probably like a, a clause where they can go elsewhere. Be a little more freelance yeah. still. Like, and, you know, Jericho also said that he doesn't want to go back to the WWE yet because he loves the success of his crews. Like, the statistics he had for that was crazy. He doesn't need to go back to WWE. No. And now that we found He'll be back eventually. But he will, but he doesn't need to go when back. They put, no. When they put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, for real. Well, true. Like, that's well, true. Most right? likely. 
So yeah, all elite wrestling. I'm very excited because I believe it's what we need right now. When when do they figure they're gonna start this? Nothing. All, all nothing. Was, all was shared was all nothing. Yeah, all nothing. All was shared was the name and the trademarks. So apparently, when you file for trademarks, it's public news. When you file for a copyright or trademark, people, you can find out publicly. Oh, there you go. Like when did we does our trademarks? People find out like right away. So all elite wrestling. Coming soon to a TV channel near Probably you. end of next year, end of 2019. I'm so, and I'm very excited because right now, I don't know if you guys follow Twitter too much with the WWE fans, the WWE Raw is not doing good. Now, I'll say this. <laughs> uh, I don't have time between between uh, watching the old pay-per-views and family life and work life. I don't got time to watch a three-hour Raw or a two-hour SmackDown. I don't. Okay. I watch highlights on YouTube. As, which I directed you towards. Yes. Uh, As do I. The Raw... Highlights this past week was 25 minutes long. I'll, I'll never get that time back. The highlights were bad. And the highlights had a Rollins-Ziggler match in there. And that didn't even save oh. it. And if you guys are wondering why Rollins won with the Falcon Arrow, apparently the curb stop is now banned again. Take that curb stop. Yeah. Why? From what has been reported, I always say the word reported, is Vince doesn't feel the curb stop name is appropriate. So I was like, they changed the name to like Burnout, or they used to call it the Blackout for so long. And I'm like, I do get the perception of the word, the term curb stock. Have not, you ever seen a curb? Like, it's what not. A curb I watched American History like? X. That's exactly what I was about to bring up. <laughs> I've seen American History X, so I get that. But change the name, because the Falcon Arrow, he can't do it to everybody. But the curb stock, he could. And there's or, a lot or of. Or can he do it to everybody? Oh. What the fuck? We won't find out now. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, yeah. I just, sorry, that was a sidebar. Because that finish was amazing. Like, Rollins and Ziggler, we've seen up teen amount of times. But it's always good. Yep. And mm-hmm. on that note, let's go to some facts. It's now time for your beneficial facts. You do realize people can hear you humming, right? I don't. Okay. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing exactly what they're probably doing. All right, cool. Ben. Except I can't hear them. <laughs> I can hear you. Fact us. What? Well, one fact today. <laughs> Dave and I are sporting pro wrestling tees that we got online on a special sale price for... They're literally t-shirts that say pro wrestling tees. Yeah. Like Are we Simple. getting paid for this promotion? No. We will well, be Well, then soon. what the heck, guys? <laughs> it's a fact. I didn't get any KFC from last week. Hey, he has a shirt. I have a shirt. It's beneficial. I'm wearing a Louisville Schlugger shirt. It looks nice. Yep. It's not as nice as ours, though. Um, WrestleMania 10 took place March 20th, 1994 at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, in front of 18,065 fans, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Jerry Lawler is back, everybody. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. That's good. That's good. The first ever WrestleMania was zero involvement of Hulk Hogan whatsoever. Yep, and that'll be the way it is for like the next eight. Eight. Yes. Yep. The Owen Hart feud was a way to keep Bret Hart in the company. Really? Yes. Bret actually sent a letter of resignation in 1993, being unhappy about being pushed back into the mid-card after the title loss. Luckily for everybody, things worked out and Bret was skyrocketed to the top. 
the original plan with the brother feud is actually going to be with Bruce Hart, yep. but oh, or um, sorry, Brett pushed for Owen because really Owen wasn't really doing anything at the time too, and probably he was already established too. He was already established. He was in the company, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I found this one really interesting. Mabel was the first performer at WrestleMania to be born in the 1970s. Oh, okay. So they're, they're starting to get newer yeah. newer generation of wrestlers in. Yeah. It's starting. Yep. So I, I read that. I found that really interesting. Ludwig Borga was originally supposed to have faced Earthquake at WrestleMania 10. Oh, God. Unfortunately, and I'm saying this to be politically correct, unfortunately, Borga sustained an ankle injury and quietly left the company never to return. Hooray for that. And all I have to say to that is poor Tatanka. Yep. Randy Savage absolutely lost his shit on HBK and Razor Ramon for going along in their match. It did prevent the competitors in the 10-man tag. That was uh, scheduled for the card. They were on, though. They couldn't decide who was the captain. And so they just scratched the match. That's right. uh, If you don't know who the captain is, we can't have you out there. Yeah. I've okay. seen lamer reasons, and people have still gone out and had matches. That's, that's true. So, um, the fan reaction at the Royal Rumble after Brett and Luger tied was actually the deciding factor as to who would win the belt at WrestleMania because they all. There was a lot of stories and speculation that Luger was supposed to have won it at WrestleMania 10. Yeah, well, which would make sense in the story yes. arc. I would have been okay if they win because of the storyline. I never understood why, like, uh, now obviously this this is the cart before the horse, but like, why wouldn't they have Luger win against Yoko earlier in the night and then have him drop to Brett later? That was actually one of the suggestions as well. Yeah, so but you get that, that would have like I, I would have been upset with that because you built this whole story around Luger. It really would have the same night. It really would have diminished. Uh, it's like Hogan Yoko beating Yoko. Yoko. Yeah. WrestleMania nine. Yes. How we got mad at that. Luger having the belt for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I wouldn't have been a fan for that either. Um, Excuse Jesse. No, I just, there's a thought. <laughs> Listen, Jesse, in, Jesse's in, thoughts. You know, just 90, New segment, Jesse's thoughts. In 94, March 94, I would have been nine years old. I don't think I was in any, in any place to tell creative what to do, okay? <laughs> You're too busy picking your nose. That's right. It was Savage's idea to have the big celebration in the ring after Brett won the belt from Yoko. Oh, that's cool. Because Macho Man's idea was that the cor- this, this coordination would signify that Brett is the Next new king guy. of WWE's new generation, and that would, um, and you know, the pages would turn ushering WWE into a new chapter. Was it Savage's idea to have the celebrities come out and congratulate him? Because I didn't understand why I the don't fuck they were out there. I think so. Like, Burt Reynolds, get the fuck out of there. You did nothing. It's Burt. No. Burt Reynolds. No. Nah, come on, it's Burt No. No. There, I'm triggered. Burt Reynolds triggers me. There you go. What? There you go. You guys asked me? What? Burt Reynolds. Jesse's triggered. Yes. And we don't yes. know why. No, no, no. So, before, I think this is before the Luger-Yokozuna match, uh, he he's having, Shawn Michaels is having a promo with some girl. Ronda Shear. Ronda Shear. And then Burt comes in, shoes off Sean, 
and then starts just mumbling shit to her. Nobody knows what the hell he's saying. He's got, like, a bandaged hand or something. It's a cast. What the fuck? Like, I just don't understand. Like, was he actually popular in 1994? Because to me, he looked like a washed-up actor, and he shouldn't even be there. It's a few years after smoking in the band. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. And then he comes out to the ring to announce the main event of Brett and Yoko, and he's like, I'm happier to be here than you guys are. Fuck, Bert. Fuck you, Bert. There. That's my piece. There's my trigger. We haven't even reviewed the pay-per-view yet. I know. You got me fired up. <laughs> Keep on going out with your facts. Okay. You well, got, that was whoa, the last one. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a record. Your er- fact just triggered Jesse. Yep. First time ever. Yep. This Hashtag is, FTE. Yeah. First no, time ever. I this triggered is, Jesse? No, no, no. Jesse. No, no. Burt Reynolds triggered me. No, no. His fact of Burt Reynolds triggered you. So, in fact, yeah. Ben triggered you. This is an early ben, trigger. Ben, Jesse... Fight. Well, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd just like to point out that you being triggered interrupted by segments. We've never had, so now cross, Ben's we've triggered. Never had cross segments. Oh, so Ben's triggered from Jesse being triggered from Ben's back. Okay. So moral combat okay. going into the never the nether realm. Yeah. He, just, he buys a nor- Mortal Kombat game like two days ago. Mortal Kombat X. Hey, shut up. It's an awesome game. Okay. Keep on go going. Buy, go buy Mortal Kombat X at your local <laughs> Another <easy> promotion. <laughs> Free of charge. Um, could could any of these guys that we're, we're promoting for give us some stuff? That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> Can you get my friends a copy of M- uh, Mortal Kombat 10? <laughs> Jesus. X. Mortal Kombat. Is, it, X. is it 10 or X? X. Oh, God, you guys. Well, X ca- is 10. No, no, it's Like X. this. Well, this is WrestleMania X, but it's there WrestleMania 10. So X. is this Mortal Kombat 10? Listen, is it WrestleMania X8 or WrestleMania 18? See they, got oh. that, see, they got that wrong because they didn't do the Roman numerals properly. But it was X8. Is it WrestleMania 18 or is it WrestleMania X8? 18. X8. Oh. Is it WrestleMania 16 or WrestleMania 2000? 16. 2000. Because there's a game after it. Here we go. Okay, keep on going but on with your facts. It's the 16th WrestleMania after the fall from the previous year. Okay, it's in 2000. Oh, fuck. Um... I, I don't think I've ever had. I don't think I've ever. We're all triggered from beneficial facts. <laughs> beneficial facts has never triggered everybody. <laughs> and now you can't fact. find the sound effect. That's another beneficial oh, fact. Everybody's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> every time that plays, I think I'm home alone. Every single time. Commentary is done by Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler. That has been your beneficial max. <laughs> also, Little Richard sings America the Beautiful. Does he I sing said it? that was the last of beneficial facts. No, no. You keep on forgetting about him. And he doesn't really sing it. He lip syncs the crap out of it, and it's awful. Whoa. A wah ba la boo ba bam boo me Our opening match of the evening, we have Owen Hart versus Rocky. Bret Hart. And Owen Hart wins by pinfall at 20 minutes and 21 seconds. Ben, what are your thoughts? How else do you summarize something that was a five-star match? Uh, You know? uh, Yeah. It was a five-star match. It was just that. Is that all you got to say? A (laughs) five-star match, guys. Five-star match, guys. Watch it. Um, The entrances were awesome. The wrestling was awesome. The story told is one of the greatest I've seen. It's not the greatest story ever told. There's actually a movie called Dust that. Far. Um, Good story. This match is right up there with Savage and Steamboat. That is just my opinion. But That's it is up feel. there. It is feel. up there. Owen Hart's best ever match, bar none. 
Wouldn't you agree with that? At, at I really point? liked I really liked the cage match they have at SummerSlam. So are you saying Owen Hart's best match ever or at this point? At this point. Oh, at this I point agree. by far. At this point. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Owen is a master and gives a new meaning to being a shit disturber in this match. And I loved every minute of it. Uh, one little, I, The little cheap shots by Owen and even <laughs> Brett a couple of times. Yep. I, I like those. Um Oh, God. Owen doing a tombstone pile driver is nerve-wracking. For, you know, yep. some reasons we'll get into later on. <laughs> in in about uh, four years, three years, three years? Three I years. Think. Yep. Three and a half years. Um, Owen's reaction when he won was money. Yep. He was just like, I, whoa, whoa, I won? Yeah. <laughs> I um, love how he went over. And I mean, like, holy shit, when Owen pinned Brett... Like, the shock factor made that match. Yep. And the crowd was just, like, gasp. And you see these, uh, you see a couple of fans in the stands just jolt out of their seats when it happens, too. I did, too. And I even knew the result before the, the finish even came. I was still like, that was awesome. And I, the fact that it, it was fair and square. There was no cheating. There was yep. no cheat. I love that it was he, fair. He beat, he beat his brother clean. straight up clean. I, I love that. Uh, yeah. That was perfect. Um, Owen Hart has arrived, people. And rightfully go. and deservingly so. Dave. Yes. Yes. Uh, Owen Place was a great heel. I absolutely loved it. I, this is technical wrestling. Like, I just... Oh, such beautiful transitions. Uh, Owen hits a beautiful belly-to-belly on Brett. He also has a beautiful German. He sh- that's my next note, Jesse. Yeah. Thank you very much. No worries. I remember him hitting a German <laughs> in the crowd. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful German. You didn't see that? Oh. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful German suplex German. with the bridge. Yes. Oh, And, that, and like when you like when you hit a German suplex, it's pretty. But when you can hit a German suplex and hit a beautiful bridge at the end, like that's just impeccable. I know what you mean. I do it all yeah. the time. That's how I stretch. Uh, and as Ben said, I, I actually love the battle driver that I don't hit. Although I thought it was kind of risky to use one of the main adventures finisher. Even though he wasn't on the card, but I was like, mm, "I wouldn't be using someone's finish that's employed to me." But that's just me. Yeah, what do you know? You know, later on in life, there's a fight between Billy Kimmon and Brock Lesnar for that reason too. But who won that one? I don't know. I think it's still going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love this match though. If there's one match you want to go on, you're browsing the network. This one. Start with this one. Uh, so you guys talked about the wrestling. I got to talk about other things. Lawler's commentary was on point. Yes. Yep. Uh, his his uh, just constant badgering of Stu and Helen Hart is just so funny. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I love Owen's theme. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, I also like the, the, the X doors, how they slide open. Like, I just think that looks so cool. So classy. Um, great match. Great psychology. Best opening match I've ever seen. This is probably and I think this I, is the greatest opening match I think ever. Now obviously my mind can be changed in, in future pay-per-views we watch, but Not in my memory, like this is this is the best. It uh, is the best there is, the best there was, and best ever will be. And the finish was Owen reverses a victory roll to pin Brett. Very well done. Uh, Same victory roll. He beat Bam Bam Bigelow to win the King of the right. Ring, except he just 
crouch down and just, no, you're not rolling me. Exactly. Our next match of the evening, we got a mixed tag match. We got Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vachon versus Doink and Dink. And Bigelow and Luna win by pinfall at six minutes and nine seconds. Dave. Um, <laughs> it's good to finally see this rivalry actually have a match. Yes. Yes, and not just stupidity like the Survivor Series. Yeah, I'm like, it's just, it's good to see it finally, like, be given the time. I, I thought the, the, the opening pace was good. Bam Bam looked incredible. He looked so good. Like, he was fast, agile, and just... But he also looks intimidating, too. Let's, let's not forget that. He's an intimidating-looking guy. And who cannot not like midget wrestling? Whenever the midgets come out, I, I, I always get excited. Cause it's, it's always hilarity. It's always funny. And, and then always give see, a chuckle. Like, <laughs> and then to see, like, Luna in the <laughs> ring with him, with Little Dink... Comical. Luna little dink. Little Luna dink. with a little dink. Yeah. Luna with a little dink. And I, I love how they call the mixed tag team match, though. When you hear that, you think man and man, or man and woman versus man and woman. This is man and man versus man and woman. <laughs> but so it's that mixed confused dead. me. Man yeah. and midget versus man and woman. Um, and then... Oh, wait. Skip that one. There was also an oversell by Dink when we went to go do a top rope with attack on the Luna and he misses he like completely overselled it at first it's like oh that's so annoying but my God, it's midget wrestling yeah they oversell everything because they're midgets it's probably um, gonna hurt them a little more yeah and beyond that it's just I thought it was it was good for what it was bad uh, well after that opening match the stock market just plummeted <laughs> okay in terms of quality okay I was not a fan of this match. Um, poor Bam Bam. I, maybe I gotta, this is I why he, say that. Maybe this is why he gets the main event in the next Romania. You know what? Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, oh, we fed you a lot of shit here, buddy. Here's here's something for you. You had to fight four <laughs> clowns. You yeah. lost at King of the Ring. You we gotta give you something. Yeah, baby. For being a for being a soldier here. Um, Dink Dink can move pretty good for a, a diminutive fellow. Diminutive is another term for small. I do know that. Thank you. Right. Well, some of our listeners may not. Okay. Okay. Beneficial fact. (laughs) Luna got some RVD hang time on that splash attempt on Dink. Yeah. Like, wow. I was actually really impressed by that. Even though the match is gimmicky, I did enjoy it with some parts. It it was better than I thought it was going to be. I just... I saw everybody coming out, and I'm going, oh, God, this ain't going to be good. But it was... The post-match spot with, with the splash lost points. Fair you know, enough. Where they both had to just go up to yeah. try and splash Dink. They do. They weren't supposed to, but they do. <laughs> and, you know, Dink just pretty much dies on the spot. Poor Dink. Poor Dink. Poor Dink. Uh... For me, the comedy spots worked in this one. Like, like you knew it was going to be a goofy match. Yep. Don't take it seriously. It worked for what it was. It was only six minutes. It wasn't like they dragged it out for 15. But so, this is your blow-off for the build-up yeah, of these two, though? But it's, it, it's not the doink of WrestleMania 9 where he's, like, the happy and then suddenly he's, like, 
homicidal, and then he's happy again, and he's homicidal it's also again. also a different guy playing Doink at this point. Yeah, so but they've got to more of a goofy Doink, so like it had to play... Clown. Yeah, it had to play out this way. Um, great bumping by Bam Bam in yeah, this match. So he good. bumped like crazy. Uh, the finish was Bam Bam hits a diving headbutt onto Doink to win, so... I disagree. Our next match of the evening, we got Macho Man Randy Savage versus Crush in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Now, the rules are... <laughs> stay with me here. You can only pin outside the ring. And then you have to get back into the ring for 60... Uh, and then the opponent... So the, the guy who does the pin gets back in the ring, and the opponent's got to get into the ring within 60 seconds or he's lost. So it's not a false count anywhere match. Technically, it's a false count anywhere but the ring match. Ben, go. Oh, thank you. Yes. I did really like the intensity and the hate that was brought in this match. Considering the rules and just how ridiculous it really was, these two at least tried to make it work which I appreciate. Professional. Um, but yeah, that was my next note. The rules of the match are pretty dumb. Um, I'll credit the two for, for trying to make it work, like I mentioned. And these two actually have pretty good chemistry for what it was. The tie-up spot. You know what, Dave? I'll leave the tie-up spot uh, to you if, if you want to dissect that thing like a frog in a science lab. You want to do that? Good, leave me hanging. <laughs> okay, you get a golf club. You get a golf club. You get a golf club for that. Get, get in that spot there, Dave. Do it. Okay, so, sicky, 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 sicky seconds. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. 60 seconds to get back into the ring. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would say, uh, on my next note was, I will say Savage was being pro in this match. He was selling, he was bumping, he was making Crush look good. Like, immediately from the start, there was aggression. And I like that. It wasn't like a lock-up and a slow build. It was just like, hey, I'm going to attack you from behind and, if I may, and beat you. If I may, before you continue, I love the beginning of the match when Fuji's looking towards Zerain and he's just like, oh, shit! <laughs> Macho Man's right, bum-rushing both of them. That was, that was great, too. So Fuji, uh, Fuji had a great spot there's, there. There's a spot where Macho hits his beautiful elbow drop. And then I'm like, okay, so can he pin the ring? And then no. Macho pushes him outside the ring. I'm like, no. No. Okay. And then he that's pins what him. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Falls do not count anywhere. Yeah, they and he they pins count him. anywhere but the ring. And then he pins him. And I'm like, so now I got to see Crush get back into the ring? Yes. Can you imagine watching this match live? It's just like my question what? is: Can you imagine watching this match as a first-time follower or first-time watcher of wrestling and trying to understand what the fuck is going on? Oh, <laughs> uh, so beyond that, I just I was, and then the yeah, so they're the backstage, and Savage is attempting to tie the rope around. I think it's Crush's left foot. No, it's both feet. Both, both feet. It was both feet. Sorry. Yeah. He lassoed both those. Yeah, feet. he lassoed, and I think the idea was to pull him up and just let him hang. Yes, but when you winch, when you winch him up like that, you have to tie the rope. And he didn't. Onto well, something. He did, but he didn't. 
he did not do a very good job. And as soon as no, he, he wasn't in the Boy Scouts. And then as, yeah, exactly. As soon as he lets <laughs> the rope go, Crush just like slumps to the ground. And yeah. the sound made me just burst out laughing. It's like <laughs> Yeah. And and <laughs> Crush and Crush has to sell it like he's knocked out, which is the most awful thing. Like can like, you can get out of that crush? Like, seriously? Oh Jesus. Oh, this match. Um, for me, I hated this match. This is the stupidest rules, and that's what took me out of the match. I understand that the guys tried hard to make it work. Ugh. The rules ruined it. Um, Savage wins by... <laughs> it, it's not a pinfall. It's He's the last man standing it's at 9 really, minutes it's like, it's and like 49. A knockout? Yeah, I like guess. wins by a knockout? I have no clue. Savage wins at 9.49. Why don't you just have this as a no-holds barred? Yes. Yeah. Nice and simple. Why do you have to convolute it with some stupid rule? And this, is, this is depressing that this is Macho Man's last ever match in WWE. Yeah. Oh, or is it? Yeah, I got He doesn't it's leave to like November or December. Um, he leaves, it's his last ever. No, Mania he leaves. Match. Actually, no. I believe he actually has a couple more. This is definitely his last WrestleMania, but. I think he may have a couple of like just lighter matches on like some house shows or something like that. But yeah, he leaves uh, right after August. Yeah. Hmm. Terrible. Terrible. And just before we go to the next match, uh, did you guys see Todd Pettengale talking to the Bill Clinton impersonator? Uh, yes. What a useless fucking segment that was. I was wondering why I just go dot the dot. Well, you know what they're doing, right? They're kind of poking fun at the fact that Vince McMahon is about to take on the U.S. government in the steroid trial. Yeah. So, no. that's... Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. All right, we got our first title match of the evening, and it's for the women's title. We got Lalani Kai versus Alundra Blaze, and Blaze is the champion going into the match. And Blaze also wins by pinfall at 3 minutes and 20 seconds. Long time for the ladies. Dave. Well, don't expect too many notes. Okay. Uh, the only note I got is great pacing and bumping by Blaze. Because it was good for what it was. It was just a quick 3-minute match. and It's too bad they couldn't give him more time. Right? Yeah. Like, at least 5 or 6 minutes probably would have been good. But the fans enjoyed it. I would have taken like two minutes from this tag team match that comes up next. I would have given them, <laughs> given them five and given the ladies five. Ben. Blaze executes a pretty damn good Hurricarana. Hurricarana? Hurricarana. All right. Uh, Blaze can show Nikolai Volkov how to do a proper spin kick. Uh, how dare you talk about Volkov like that? I just did. Oh, he's got the greatest spin kick of the 80s. He does not. Oh. Does anybody else do a spin kick in the 80s? Yes, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bro Blood Bloodsport. No, no, I'm talking wrestling. Because oh. if he's the only one that does it... spin kick. If Volkov... Oh, damn it. I was going to say, if Volkov is the only one that does a spin kick, that means it is the greatest spin kick of the 80s. Then you said Muda, and it just went... Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice German suplex. Uh, not the worst match in the world. There's a couple of spots where Leilani Kai... Uh, Kind of ha- looked like a deer in the headlight, you know. She thought uh, she would have saw Medusa or something in uh, the match. Just turned to stone. Wah, wah, wah. 
but that's the finish. Kai misses a clothesline. Blaze hits the nice German suplex to win. Uh, the ladies did what they could with the time allotted. They they worked really fast at the beginning. I was like, why are they going so fast? But then the match basically ended right no, away. And I was like, that would be why. They only had three minutes. They only had three minutes. Only had three minutes. In, in tribute to their match being three minutes, should we just allow this segment to go three minutes? Just <laughs> we, to, got, we got, got we 40 got, more seconds. We got 40 more seconds. Let's talk more about that spin kick. <laughs> tell you, Nikolai Volkov. Okay. Greatest spin kick in the WWF in the 80s. Still think there's probably some enhancement talent. Damn it! There, uh, I guarantee one of the Orient Express had a pretty good spinning wheel kick. Damn it! Spinning kick. Rockers did too. <laughs> the greatest... no, I think even Bret Hart could do a better spin <laughs> kick than Volkov. You know, I'm trying to be nice to Nikolai and you guys won't let me. <laughs> you guys will not let me be, be nice to Nikolai. I can't believe Nikolai Volkov is overshadowing Leilani Kai and... And done. Three minutes. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it, everybody. We did it! Together! Our next title match of the evening, we got the WWF tag titles on the line. We got Men on a Mission versus the Quebecers. And the Quebecers are the champs going into the match. Men on a Mission wins by countout at 7 minutes and 41 seconds. Ben. The Quebecers now come out to O Canada. That's right, they do. Not the Mountie theme anymore. That was iconic. Because they're not the Mountie. They're the Quebecers. Yeah, but they were coming out to the Mountie theme before. I know. I know. They, you know they should be Why coming, are they ruining a good thing? They should come out to what the Rougeaus had. The old and American If they're boys. called the Quebecers and they're coming out to O Canada, they'd, they'd be heels in their own province. <laughs> they would, I'm just saying. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Oh, God. They don't know nothing. That dive spot that to the outside that Pierre does was pretty sweet, and he's a big dude too. Yes, he is. That's, uh, that was quite a feat. Oh. You can you can hear a pin drop when Mabel gets the hot tag. Yes, well because it takes him five minutes to get in the ring. Well, Jesus, why would you do your finish to the guy to the outside as he's being counted out? It's a title match. And you have a manager too, so you can't claim ig- you can't claim ignorance to to this. Like I would, I would just like to say that uh, their manager Oscar makes me wish for PN News rapping because his rapping was god awful. He actually got a job at WWF at the time because he actually did a rap for Vince McMahon, and Vince just hired him on the spot. So Vince likes shitty rap. I don't think. He fully understands what rap is. Okay. Based on because let me tell you, I I after listening to Oscar rap, I'm all about PN News. Yo baby, yo baby, <laughs> yo. Yeah, you guys got oh. nothing to add to that. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just looking at the sound that mic drop. Well, that was <laughs> the sound we were just not making is actually the same sound that MSG was making when. Mabel got that hot tech. That's true. Just wanted to give an example. But uh, my last one is Jolie... Uh, jo- jo- <laughs> <laughs> Jolo, Jolo Polo. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Polo. Jolo Polo. Johnny Polo. Looks like he's fending off a honey badger eating his foot. <laughs> and he's just going berserk to the outside. Oh my god. It's hilarious. 
and to think that and, and it's it's so funny too seeing seeing like he was Scotty Flamingo and then he becomes Johnny Paul, Polo here but like <laughs> seeing him like in those two characters and then he becomes Raven which is just like the biggest change from what he was is just <laughs> insane shows he's uh, multi-talented that's sure. right Dave what do you got not much okay um is it, was, it started off pretty good. Like, it was good back and forth. Uh, I, I do have to say, though, that Mabel is gets uh, in the future. He's well known for his spinning wheel kick. So that's another guy that does a better wheel kick than Koloff. Koloff? Whoa! we bringing into this? <laughs> All his kick is, it's a somersault, and he just yeah. happens to have his leg stick stuck yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't tuck on the somersault. That's the only thing. It's not a spinning wheel kick. Get out of here with your facts. It's a rolling kick. Yeah. So you don't want me to bring my facts no more? No. Even though it's true? No, because it's a rolling kick. It's not a spinning kick. your opinion. I got it. Uh, Great double team. Quebecers with the assisted top rope sent on to the outside. Uh, Outside of that, what the hell? (laughs) What the hell indeed? (laughs) Finisher on the outside. Really? Yeah, Yeah. This was a sloppy match. And you know what? This was a typical... Mid nineties WWF tag match. That sounds awful, but that's what it was. Just typical, no shit show. No depth. No depth. Awful guy. Like at this time, it's like your better wrestlers were your single wrestlers. Generally, if you had two shitty wrestlers, let's put them together as a tag team and have have a shitty tag team instead of having like a good wrestler with a. Give me two examples to make a shitty tag team. Well, men on a mission. Outside of that, I mean. Oh, at this time? If you had to take two shitty single wrestlers and make them... Uh, at this time? At this time. Like any? Like a fantasy? Sure. Okay. Well, you could do Luger and Borga. How about Lex Luger and Bastion Booger? There you go. Luger Booger. The total Booger? The total Booger. Luger Booger. There you go. That's why you're going to be hired in for that all elite thing with your, with your tag team names. Oh, jeez. Just just not good. Not good. Not a good match. Nope. Boo! Carson just skipped that. Boo! Our next match, we have the first of our WWF title matches. We have Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. And Yoko was the champ going into the match. Also, Mr. Perfect is the special referee and a nice little pinstripe. Perfect special referee. Uh, in, in, in a nice pinstripe jumpsuit, which looked awful. The Zebra jumpsuit, I call yeah. it. Yeah, it's the 90s. Uh, Yokozuna wins by DQ at 14 minutes and 40 seconds. Dave. Okay, so every time Lex Luger screams, you have to laugh. Because he does it as the most, like, uh, what's the word? Illogical o- times. Overanimated. Like, he hits a ground elbow drop, and he literally, as soon as his feet leave leave the ground, he screams. And does the scream the whole way through to his elbow <laughs> drop. <laughs> and, that's like, what brings his power. That's why he gets blown up so fast. That's true. If you're um, constantly yelling. It feels like I've seen this match before. Nothing special. Typical Luger, you know. Typical Luger didn't seem unique. No, he's very limited in what he can do and in what he can sell. Uh, and as you know, with that note, what was with the the oversell by Luger to the other side of the ring? Into the barricade. That? What the did hell he, was that? Did he get touched? No. 
So he just threw himself into the barricade. Because that's a note I have here. Did Luger bump into the barricade without, without like, getting pushed? And he oversold it like a madman. Yeah, and they tried to make it sound like Mr. Fuji did something. And I was like, and there's our there's our weekly Our fans are going crazy. Yeah! Woo! Um, they made it sound like Mr. Fuji pushed him. And I was like, how strong is Mr. Fuji? Even so, even if Mr. Fuji pushed him, he's not um, Mr. Miyagi from the Three Ninjas. <laughs> like, he doesn't have like, these these powers. Or does Mr. he? Mr. Fuji. Or does he? Maybe he does. Oh. I think he had powers when he was Master Fuji, but Mr. Fuji, not so much. Because Luger didn't fly. Like, he flew oh, on and then he, like, he flew into the barricade. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. And that was basically my whole film, the whole match. After that, I was like, I'm done. I'm tapping out. He looks, he looks more like Sensei Fuji. All right. And, and, oh, and, and they also, like, uh, they want to make it clear that back. Luger is the first person to slam Yoko. That doesn't impress me. It was a hip toss. I want to see him do the, the torture rack to Yoko. <laughs> that will impress me. Okay. <laughs> that's asking a lot. And that's Dave's, Dave, that's Dave's two cents. Ben. <laughs> um, all right. I have a lot of notes. Oh, jeez. A lot of them actually don't have much to do with uh, the match. <laughs> they don't? <laughs> they don't have a lot to do with the match. What do you... Um, what? Donnie Wahlberg equals worst announcer ever. Well, you know, you know what got me was that he was the leader of the new kids on the block, or no, no, he was the leader of NKOTB. So I asked my wife, and I was like, I was like, was Donnie Wahlberg ever the leader of NKOTB? Because I knew they, I knew they changed their name from New Kids on the Block, and they shortened it to NKOTB. To be cool for the 90s. And and when I asked her if Donnie Wahlberg was the leader, she laughed in my face and said, what kind of shit are you talking about? Donnie Wahlberg was never the leader of NKOTB. It was some, he was in it. He was in it, but he wasn't the leader. It's probably Jonathan. I no, it was um, Jordan? Jordan Knight? Jordan Knight. Jordan yeah. Knight, sorry. Yeah. That's... Jonathan was his brother. Okay. So Why do I know this? I didn't know who Donnie Wahlberg was. Because you love them. The secret love of NKOTB is coming out. When, he, when they announced Donnie Wahlberg, I'm like, is he a brother of Mark? He is the brother of Mark. That's yes. all I knew. There you go. I don't know who was an NKOTB. Okay, keep on going on with your notes. All right. Good call having a guy from Boston doing the announcing in New York. Yes. Good job on that one. You didn't really do your homework on that one there. See? He's getting triggered on another announcer. I got triggered on Burt Reynolds. He's getting triggered on Donnie. That that Boston accent in New York, New York. <laughs> yeah, Ronda Shear's bell ringing was less annoying than she was Donnie so excited Wahlberg. to ring the bell. Yeah, I mean, you know, her bell ringing was actually less annoying than Donnie Wahlberg. I can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah, Luger's crossbody actually pretty good. Is it because of the way Yoko sold it though? Because yeah, Yoko, okay. you, you saw oh, yeah, Yoko right. like run into it and like like leap with him and come down. Like Yoko, right. Yoko sold it well. But you don't considering you don't see Luger do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it looked okay. All right. Always oh, nice to give a professional give, professional wrestler props for doing a move. <laughs> Good job, firefighter! You fought a fire. I'm not gonna give him props for doing what he's supposed to do. Well. Well, I see the glass half full. <laughs> Dave's on fire. That's because you're drinking too much. Stop. I'm drinking a Slurpee. So am I. Yeah, exactly. Laced. <laughs> okay, if we don't give points about them doing wrestling moves, what is the point of the show? 
to listen to us talk and laugh. Don't book Luger no more. It drives me mental. Well, you're going to see him for a few more years. Anyways. I know. (laughs) Slow-paced match, hard to get interested in, uh, very little crowd reaction, which never helps. Um, I did like Yoko's cutoff spots on Luger. He does do a good job on that. Yep. Um, the finish was, well, the crowd said at best it was bullshit. Oh. Um, okay, so for me... Do you want to touch on that there, Jesse? I will, I will. Before I touch on the The finish... The perfect bullshit? The perfect bullshit. But before I touch on that, they finally changed Lex Lex Luger's music. And that was nice. Because I hated his little Yankee Doodle Dandy shit. He's the president. Yeah, and and the the music he's got now is actually pretty cool. And then, you know, I agree with basically everything you guys were saying throughout the match. So now the finish. Luger pulls Cornette and Fuji into the ring. Knocks him out. Then he hits the illegal forearm (laughs) shot thing. And Mr. Perfect... Where's his cover for that, by the way? Exactly. Mr. Perfect refuses to count because he needs to get the managers out of the ring, which I've never seen in my life. <laughs> um, also, if if this is how you're going to sell it, that Perfect is going to not count because he needs to get the managers, maybe don't have it where he has to walk by Luger pinning Yoko to push Fuji out of the ring. Just saying, it looks pretty, like, you, you see it, and you're like, like, Mr. Perfect's just trying to screw over Luger. Like, it's not like, okay, you know, just poor execution. Um, Mr. Perfect, uh, Luger gets up and pushes Perfect. Perfect DQs him for putting his hands on the ref. Poor execution. I don't understand it. You know, I just, I don't. I don't understand why you wouldn't have Yoko get DQ'd by hitting him with a chair or something like that. Or salt. You know, yeah, exactly. And and have Luger win by DQ, not Yoko win by DQ. Like, what? And they're using this, I'm, I'm guessing, as a platform to, to start a, a Luger-Perfect rivalry. They, but didn't they, they do, just? But, uh, didn't Perfect they just gets injured uh, shortly after WrestleMania, so they weren't. They didn't go through with it. But they are trying to. I was just going to ask. Like didn't that. they do that at WrestleMania Nine? Didn't they have a match? Yeah, they did. Why are we doing this again? Because uh, now, now he's now he's American. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> Our next match of the evening, we got Earthquake. Versus Adam Baum. Earthquake wins by pinfall in 35 seconds. Ben? Next. Dave? (laughs) He just shakes his head. Um, Earthquake hits the aftershock to win. This all gets set up because Harvey Whippleman makes fun of Howard Finkel for having hair. Adam Baum comes out. Then Earthquake comes out. And I'm trying to drag this out until 35 seconds. And that's it. Finkel versus Whippleman was more entertaining than Adam Baum and Earthquake. Yeah. Why do you build Adam Bomb so like as a big threat, and then you do this? Yeah, I guess the bomb was a dud. <laughs> and now we got our semi-main event for the undisputed daddy. Undisputed <laughs> daddy? Yeah. For the undisputed daddy, uh, the undisputed intercontinental title in a ladder match. We have Shawn Michaels. 
versus Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. Perhaps, perhaps hey, you've yo. heard of this match. I, I'm sure you, people may have heard about it. Razor Ramon wins at 18 minutes and 47 seconds. Dave. This match could have kept going. And going. And going. And, you and know, fight forever. Like, that was the appropriate chance. You know, going back to what you said in your beneficial facts about Savage being mad about their match going over. So I'm looking at the times here. And, and I'm looking. Uh, Savage Crush, almost 10 minutes. Well, that could have been shaved by three minutes. Um, Five. Yeah. Uh, just not have it at all. You could have... Lex Luger, Yokozuna could have been shaved by five minutes. Yep. So right there you have eight minutes for your ten-man tag. Maybe Savage should go talk to Luger and Yoko. Just saying. Keep on going, Dave. I love how you said, Dave, what's your thoughts, and then just took over. Yeah. That's what, I, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Great opening sequence. I love how it was like they wanted to tell a story before they go for the ladders. Yes. I like that. Like, build up to the ladders, because when the ladder gets in, shit gets real. So it's like, build that climax. Those right hands by Razor. Best oh, working punch in the biz. Love his punches. And and then you, you combine it with HPK selling. It just looks so good. It's the little things with me. It's the little just things. The, the right things. hand punches. The ladder strikes are vicious. And I think it's because at this point we haven't seen one. Yeah. So they hear that ladder smack in the back. And just the strikes, it just, you're like, Damn. Insert Ron Simmons here. Damn! Like, um, badass. It wasn't a badass apple drop. It was a bare ass apple drop. <laughs> so Michaels is ascending the ladder. Bareback. Razor goes to pull him down, but he literally grabs the tights and pulls them down. And Michaels is just like, meh, I have a nice ass. The fans love it. I'm going to hit an apple drop on you. <laughs> bare ass. Meh. Fans loved it. Bareback ass. <laughs> And I love the build to the high spots. And like when I say high spots, it's not like 450 splashes up the ladder. It's like simple moves like catapult into the ladder. Everything they did on the ladder made sense for like the following sequences. So the story was just great. Um, basically, the high spots happened for a reason. Yep. Like everything just happened for a reason. The build to the climbing the ladder was very executed well. Was very was executed very well. <laughs> was very executed. Well, was very well, executed eh? well. All right. Was executed very well. Uh, I'm waiting for it, Ben. He doesn't have it. Doesn't. Body language. Yeah. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it was hard to write notes because I was just enjoying the match. You miss a lot when you stop and write notes. Yeah, like, you can't. And like, when you pause you, it, you take the action away. Yeah. So it's like, I just I absolutely love this match. The story, the build up. Everything was executed very, very well, and it's a it's a match that you still talk about to the, like this day. You want to have a good wrestling, a good ladder match? Watch the first ever between HBK and Razor Ramon. Well, a lot of the wrestlers, past and present, put this match up like top five ever because this was so a good. huge, huge inspiration to their careers as to why they wanted to become wrestlers in the first place. Um, like ask the Hardy Boys, yep. Edge and Christian, who took it to a whole nother level, as we find out down the oh, road. I can't wait to review those ones. Yeah, oh, but this match was—I oh, loved it. So, just going back to Randy Savage, just getting mad as to why it went long. Like, how long was this match supposed to go? And how like can 15 you? Fifteen minutes, fourteen minutes. Well, and, and but like, how how can you tell the story that they told in sh- a shorter amount of time? Eighteen minutes really isn't all that long to do. 
it's a huge credit to them that they actually executed this in under 20 minutes. Yeah. It made it look as good as they did. It's uh, it's interesting. But, may, you know, who knows? There could have been beef or something and he just blamed them or something. And maybe, like, Savage is looking out for everybody's payday and he wanted those 10 guys to get on the card. Yeah, admirable, you know? but at the same time, I'm also, this, this, is, this, is a, this is one of the good spots. You know, I'd like to point out, I'm not upset by not seeing... IRS or Jeff Jarrett. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, so another thing I noticed in this match was I miss cameras. Because when Michaels hit the top of the ladder body splash, all the camera flashes went off. Yeah. I missed those. Yeah. Now you, you can't see flashes or you don't see, yeah. like, oh, just the small things in the match. Ben, what else you got? Um, There is a saying uh, that I've heard from Ric Flair that Shawn Michaels went out there and had a match with a ladder... I don't. I disagree with a lot of that. Razor Ramon was just as part of this match as Sean was. Like, he did some nasty bumps in the ladder, man. Yes. Yeah. Like, like Razor took that splash from the top of the ladder. Like, yes, Sean has the highlight reel spot doing the splash, but yeah, Razor took just as much punishment as Sean did, and gave just as much. This, this this match this match credits credits to both of them. This is Razor Ramon's best match he's ever had, I think. Ever. Ever. Even better than against Steve Austin. I don't know you <laughs> Even better than that. And match? Dave can't actually look at me in the yeah, eye. Yeah, he, he's like looking away. He sold the stutter so beautifully. <laughs> Shane McMahon uh, sells the stutter way better than Scott Hall. Uh, you know what I didn't like? Like they, like I love the match. I gave it the highest mark we could. But there's uh, when Michaels throws the ladder at Razor and it turns in midair and and the side hits him. I'm just mm. like, I thought that was reckless by Sean. Like he shouldn't have been doing that. Or if you're gonna throw it, maybe you should have thrown it from closer. Like you could have really injured the guy. Like if it, the way it landed in. Uh, part that made me laugh is when Razor. Um, slingshots Sean in from the outside into the ladder, mm-hmm. or from the outside into the ladder, and then Sean runs back. Sean Sean gets on the ladder, and then he has to like push it forward to get the ropes to bounce him, so he falls down. I'm just like that is hilarious because <laughs> the ladder didn't do what he wanted to do. Oh, great stuff! But the finish, um, Sean's going for the belt. Ramon shoulder blocks the ladder, and then Sean after cro- Sean yells him to do it. Yes. Yeah, like he tells him like it's time or something yeah. like that. Uh, Sean crotches himself in the ropes and then gets his foot caught up in it. Ramon gets up there. Uh, and then the IC titles won't release for him. He's <laughs> You can see him just yanking on, on him. Reese, one, two, three, and they finally they finally come and he crashes to the mat. And I'm like, oh my god, he could have blown on his knee well, on that. That was the hardest bump of the match, I think. Yeah, jeez. But Ramon is your undisputed intercontinental champion. Awesome match. Both guys did a great job of creating drama throughout. And this match right here is where we see the birth of Mr. WrestleMania. And did you guys also see Michaels on the fly to save the finish? Because Ramon wasn't quite close to the titles yet and Michaels foot released. Yeah. Ropes, and he quickly got his arms his arms stuck. Yeah. yeah. Genius. Birth of Mr. WrestleMania right here. Johnny yep. on the spot. It was okay the match. <laughs> <laughs> After all that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah.
All right, Let's now do it. Uh, yeah! Shaka bra! Shaka bra! Yo, baby, yo, yo baby, baby, yo! Main, got, t- main event time! Main event, Danny. For the WWF title, we got Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. Yokozuna is still the champ after that clusterfuck of an earlier match. Roddy Piper is your special guest ref. I liked it. Dumb shithead Burt Reynolds is the, is, is the guest announcer. The dumb shithead Burt Reynolds is a little harsh. <laughs> is it? You know, okay, that intro that you just gave this match to. What the hell is that? <laughs> ben, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Not on my how intro, you, on the match. How do you feel, Ben? Okay. Both guys are exhausted, beat up, and gassed. And they have to put on a main event clinic. Backs are against the wall on this one. I kind of feel bad for them a little bit. Kind of put them in the top spot here. But it wasn't wasn't a clinic, but all things considered, it was a hard-fought battle. That's what I liked about it. It was a battle. Like, they were straining. There was war! Everything they were doing, they were straining. And I actually thought that added to the match. Yes. Why are you patronizing me right now? Limited arsenal of moves from both. More of a slugfest than anything else. Uh, Brett was more of um, taking advantage of a um, an error on Yoko's part. Trying to sink his teeth into an opening. <laughs> um, we're, at, we're at Ben's uh, humble abode here and his cat is going... We're at Ben's apps. crib. Yeah, he's go- his cat's going ape shit right now. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Cornette took a right hand from Piper like a champ. Love that. Um, The crowd erupting for Brett in the end felt like finally Brett got his dues. Yeah, it's like he had made it, even though this was the second time holding the belt. But this actually felt like it was a bigger title. It was a WrestleMania moment. At MSG. As opposed to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and a house show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on a Tuesday night. Nothing wrong with Saskatoon. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that now. It was, it, Ric Flair. It was, it yeah. was like Maple Leaf Wrestling. Yep. <laughs> and it wasn't even televised. No. <laughs> Brent, we're going to give you the title. Oh, we're not going to show people. No. Jeez. But it's in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Um... The, mo- the moment when Owen is standing outside at the in the aisle... Looking at Brett yeah. and saying, you know, what about me? And I just went, oh, this is getting good because Owen's got a win here. Okay. We got a whole year of this stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, when Owen was just looking at him, I just started kind of rubbing my hands together saying, enough is enough. Good it's time dad, for a change. This, this is a good. <laughs> Why? No. Does that make me a nugget? Yep. That does make you a nugget. For sure. You're a chicken nugget. You're a 10-piece chicken nugget combo. Wow. Not even a 20. No, I'm a 10. I'm a 10. Only a 10. Dave, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, about, Dave? About being a 10 <laughs> Yeah, about nugget? being a 10 What are your thoughts on chicken nuggets? <laughs> Tell us about chicken okay, nuggets. Okay, so the first thing I loved was Yokozuna attacking a fatigued Brett at the beginning yep. of the match. Loved it. Because it's like, go for that uh, opportunity. I love Piper as ref. Like, no shit. Like, no fucks given. Just like, this is what you do. The fans also loved it, too. Like, when he came out, they went berserk. Well, it's been a while since <laughs> Piper's been there. There's there's a botch. So, Brett's laying on his back. And Yokozuna goes for a ground headbutt and completely misses Brett entirely. He's nowhere near Brett. 
So I'm like, you just headbutt yourself in the mat. <laughs> but Brett, being the professional he is, he, he, he tried to sell it. Uh, my favorite spot of the whole match um, was when Brett was on the top. Uh, the top rope was the second turnbuckle. I can't remember which one it was. But he jumped off and Yoko Kama into a catching belly to belly. Yes! That is where I thought the match was over. Like, given we know the, the finish now, if the finish was reversed, that I believe would have been the finish. Because yeah. that looked beautiful. I've always loved Yoko's belly to belly and his uh, Sambo suplex. Absolutely gorgeous. The finish was kind of like, I got it. But at the same time, I, I didn't really like it. But that's how I feel. I agree with you on the finish. Like it, I got it. It made sense. See, but at the same time, it was, like, it, it was kind of goofy. That's exactly this it. This guy so, hits the bonsai drop how many times? And then, then Yo- time yeah, exactly. So Yokozuna goes to the bonsai drop, and he slips off the ropes when, and then just falls down, and then Brett half-heartedly rolls him, rolls him up and, and wins. And it was like... It was anticlimactic. Like, yeah, um, like you couldn't... You couldn't do it any other way? You know, like, I, I don't know. Or, or have Brett hit the ropes or something, or maybe Cornette accidentally hit the ropes, causing him to fall. Not Yoko falling because he slipped, because it just looks so... I didn't really... I think... That docked at points for me, that finish. I didn't I didn't care for that. Uh, did you guys also notice Roddy Piper's count on the outside is the fastest 10 count you've ever heard <laughs> One, in your life? Two, two three, four. four. And Brett's like, oh, okay, I guess I can't <laughs> I sell can't this. I can't sell now. <laughs> I gotta get back <laughs> in the ring. Why can't we have the rule with Parchment? Give me six seconds, come on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God, that was, that was hilarious. Just Piper just like... Well, because Brett's selling, and he's like, six? <laughs> six? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah. What the hell was one through five? Yeah, so he's got to rush back into the ring. <laughs> one, five, ten. Count out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that was a rip from Piper. <laughs> yeah, who knows. Uh, Bret Hart wins by pinfall at ten minutes and 38 seconds, which makes sense that it was a shorter match because they just, you know, Bret had a 20-minute match before that. Yoko had a 15-minute match, which for Yoko <laughs> which feels like himself. a 40-minute match. Adam Baum and Earthquake had a 35-second match. I know. Oof. Um, and then Harvey, yeah, we had Harvey all... Whippleman and Howard Finkel had a you know a, a three minute uh, debate about hair. That's right. Um, after the match, like Ben was saying, all the faces come out and celebrate with him, and Owen stares him down from the entry entryway. So that was setting the plot for the future. And stupid Burt Reynolds was in the ring. Was the first one to hug Brett, and I I just didn't understand it. <laughs> I just I. Uh. So how would you book this? I, I might. I might. Like, who the hell is this? I might need to change my toolbox worst performer from Lex Luger to to Burt, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> so, given we understand that the finish Burt Reynolds is getting worst performer. He might. He might. I might change my mind. So, given we know, we know the finish, how would you guys book that finish to make Brett look good and make Yoko not look stupid? So here's what I would have done. Because yeah. the, there was a spot in the match where they teased the, the uh, salt, right? Salt. Salt, right? Yep. I want to say sugar for a second. No, it's not sugar. <laughs> okay. It's salt. They salt, and it backfired. What I would have done was, like, build up towards the finish and have that spot done again, but then have it where he hits Yoko by accident, and Brett just rolls him up. So that way it looks like Mr. Fuji screwed Yoko. He doesn't look stupid. But what, it's if, like, what if you wait for the Piper Cornette punch spot? Until towards the end, and as as Yoko is going up, Cornette gets up on the apron for some for whatever reason, 
Piper punches him, and as Cornette's going down, he, like, hits the rope, causing it to shake, and that's how Yoko falls off. Yeah, because Yoko just, oh. he was just standing there and okay. just fell. Yeah, because yeah. that, that was my problem, is, is Yoko was just standing there, like, he didn't... Like, were they trying to say he's so fatigued, he's... They, he they said, tired? they said he slipped, because, like, like, they just said he slipped, and I was just like, How? Like you said, how many bonsai drops has that guy done? And he's been in the main event. So if there's sweat on the ropes, and I'm air quoting this, he's been in the main event for the entire year. There's always been sweat on the ropes then. Well, and, and it's also the way he fell. Yeah. Like if you if you if it you looked slipped, hokey. Yeah. If you slipped in that position, you would, your your feet would like slit, slide to the outside of the ring, and you'd fall on the back of your head. Yes. If that was the fall, it would have been believable because he smacks his head. Yeah. Or like have Brett hit like a like another thing I envisioned was. Brett going up top and blocking it and hitting a, a second turnbuckle Russian leg sweep. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, it just... I'm like, that finish, I understood what they were trying to tell. It just... It, it just looks so The execution goofy. wasn't the greatest. And, it wasn't and, excellent. And it was like, this is a main event at Mania. This is Brett's big moment. And it kind of like... Uh, felt yeah. climatic. Yeah. But nonetheless, it was a good match, though, for what it was. Yep. A beautiful I, I, catching well, well, I have a scenario. Yes, tell us. That's why I'm pointing at you. Oh, tell yeah, us. I thought you were telling me to... No, I'm telling <laughs> you Shut to... up, Ben. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> tell me your finish. Um, Have the punch spot happen with Cornette on the apron. Um, right before Yoko goes... Or during the bonsai... The bonsai splash. Um, Yoko goes for the bonsai... Misses it. Brett put on the sharpshooter, win the title with a submission. Yeah, he did get the sharpshooter on him at Mania 9, so it had been done. That's interesting. And have him actually... And that actually kind of would have justified that too, because he should have maybe won the year before the sharpshooter, but the Saul incident happened. Yeah. Have the same scenario happen again, this time have and, nothing and, getting in the and way. And if you have what, what Dave was saying, how the salt's already been used, there's no more salt to be used. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, and, um, this is just ironic, but it, a little cool thing as well. Bret Hart won the IC title in MSG using the sharpshooter on Perfect. Why can't he win the world title with the sharpshooter in MSG at WrestleMania? Instead, we get Yoko falling by himself, and Brett because he doesn't have a lot of wins with the sharpshooter, like the big matches. He never really won the sharpshooter. Lots of not so far, no, no. But in MSG, he does yeah. so. You know, keep it the uh, the streak going where he wins with the sharpshooter in, M- in MSG or something. There we the go. Had the taker. We've we streak. We've rebooked. We've we've Brett rebooked. Has his wins in the garden with the sharpshooter. We've rebooked the finish of that match, so that's what that's what we can go down with. But what what did our crowd think of this match? That's what I want to know. Oh, they erupted. Did they? Oh, no, yeah. our crowd, not oh. their crowd. Our crowd. Our crowd. What do we think? There's three of us. Yeah, I know. What not do we really think? Crowd. He's trying to find his stuff, and I'm trying to. There you go. For WrestleMania main event. Not great. But I mean, the eighteen thousand fans just. Blew the roof off when he got. You needed that to be on last because Brett having the title at the end was a great moment. But if you wanted the best match to go on last, it should have been the ladder match. And you know it was Razor, so he won the titles. Would have been a good way to go up to. 
All right, Dave, you get you get the honors. All right, Dave. Okay, tool Dave. Of the, tool of, tools of the night. Plural. I'm going to give it to men on a mission. I guess their mission tonight was to make themselves the tools of the night because they frustrated the hell out of me. And they succeeded in it. They succeeded. They did great at being the worst. <laughs> so good job, They're guys. On mission at being the worst. Yeah. My premier performer, because Ben always gets mad at me for saying best performer. My premier performer. Is also plural. I'm gonna be giving it to Razor and HPK because, contrary to popular belief, Razor, if you want to be honest here, took most of the bumps. He took the ladder strikes. He took all the big bumps. So screw you, everyone who thinks that Michael's fought a ladder. You suck. <laughs> Ramon did just as much, you if suck. not more, because he made Michael's look good, saying yes. I will take a top rope body splash off the top of the ladder. Yes, you can drop me onto the ladder. Yes, you can almost paralyze me with the botched ladder strike. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's he just as much as everything. part of this match. Uh, just HBK having a little match with the My ladder. score overall, I gave it a six out of ten, which I believe is an improvement from the last WWE pay per view that we. Yeah, uh, I think you gave reviewed. it a four. Yeah, so that's an, uh, obviously for me the matches of the night were Brett and Owen, Michaels and Ramon. That's how I feel. Ben. Yes. I would love to hear oh, okay. who your tool you is. You got it. You got it. <laughs> you I would love to hear my tool. I would love to hear about your tool, Ben. Yeah, can you tell me about it? My premier performer is Owen Hart. He was dynamite. He, ro- he rocketed right into the stratosphere. <laughs> how are you going to work Nugget into this? That's what I want to know. Uh, Ben's a Nugget. There you go. Okay, cool. And my worst performer... My worst, my tool of the night, <laughs> my tool of the night is Dink. Dink. Because <laughs> he's a dink? He's, he's, a, yeah. He's a dink. He's a dink. All right. Okay. Dink. And your score? My score was six and a half out of ten. Nice. That's how you feel. I agree. I, don't tell me how I feel. <laughs> I don't even care if it's, oh, that's I how you I endorse your score. All right. I didn't say anything. <laughs> So after listening to you guys, Dibble Babble, you want to shoot yourself? Nope, nope. I agree with you. Oh. My premier performers, Z, Z, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. You guys are bang on. They both worked their butts off in that match, and that was the best match of the night. Yep. My toolbox, Ziz, plural, because I am gonna do it. Burt Reynolds, because you're an asshole. <laughs> just by the way, um, may you rest in peace. Um, on that note. <laughs> and Lex Luger. Because, He's Jesus consistent. Christ, can you not get better at wrestling? You've been at this for ten freaking worse. years, and you're awful. He's on the decline. That's the scary My thing. My God! He's on the decline, and he's going to get another push in WCW. And it's just like, oh my good God, stop. You're awful. Stop screaming. Stop bumping into barricades when nobody touches you. None of it makes sense. We can't confirm that. We don't know if Mr. Fuji has powers. We don't know. No, I rewound. Fuji did not touch him. You rewound? I rewound That's the freaking... talent, because rewinding on the network is not easy. Oh, no, I did it off the WrestleMania box set, which we're looking at the anthology there. That's mine. I look... You know, I go old school. Uh, and my score was five and a half out of ten. Uh, Owen Hart, Bret Hart, 
and um, the latter match were the two best matches of the night. Uh, everything else was okay to piss poor. So we gave it a five and a half, a six, and a six and a half. Yeah, that's usually how we go. Yeah, that's usually how and we go. usually, usually I'm the one that's the the meanest, and I'm always the lowest score. So how do you sleep at night being so negative? I, I sleep pretty <laughs> pretty uh, pretty soundly because you yeah. know I get all that rage out. Uh, um, well, you got triggered tonight by by facts. I got triggered by. I, triggered. <laughs> I got I got triggered by. Bert and then, Reynolds. as a result of you being triggered, Ben got triggered, and I got triggered for both of you guys being triggered yep. for something stupid. So many triggers. So many. Okay, first of all, <laughs> we're triggered again. <laughs> for some triggered about something stupid. It was my beneficial facts. So are they stupid? Compared Whoa, to, compared here to we Jesse, go. they were. I'm deflecting. I'm not taking heat for that. You're deflecting. I'm deflecting that comment to Jesse because he thought you're nothing. No, I'm no, talking no. to you. I'm oh, not geez. deflecting anything. I'm deflecting. Oh Jesus! With your what? Your force field? Yep. <laughs> awesome. Hashtag. Yes, I can see you, Dave. We say <laughs> to our listeners, he's to our one listener. It's probably not even around anymore after <laughs> this episode, but. Dave is saying I can't see him. Uh, I can't see him. I'll have you know, the last episode had six listeners. All right? So we're up to they six. Were all They're me. probably listening right now. They probably tuned out after <laughs> That's true. Mr. Fu- or, uh, Sensei Fuji. Sensei Fuji. <laughs> Sensei Fuji. So, Jesse, you have a, you have a big announcement to make. I do? It's Christmas time. It is Christmas time. Uh, and last year this happened too. Our schedules, the three of us here, are crazy busy in December between family, I just, work. I just get lazy at this time of year. <laughs> I don't have and, anything going and on. And it's, it's <laughs> hard to watch these pay-per-views and be even-keeled about it and not hating a stupid WCW pay-per-view in the middle of December. So we're going to be taking a month break. Well, we will be back recording on January 4th. And the reason why I'm doing the month break is because I possibly have surgery next week. Yes, and you won't be able to talk. Yeah, I won't be able to talk, which might be a good thing for Ben. Uh, yeah, that might me, be. So. That might be. But uh, Ben and I are working tons, and uh, so I don't have time to be lazy. Listen, though, don't worry because hit don't us up worry. on social media hashtag Square Circle Rewind YYC. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Even though Dave can't talk, he's going to be on that stuff all the time. Uh, tweeting out current events, uh, polls, all kinds of stuff. Uh, also, if you it's have like any our off season, if yeah, and if you have any questions or anything you want us to talk about on our next one, hit us up. We got a mailbox. We'll talk about it. WWE apparently's put out a survey. Yeah, if they the could do it, we we can do it too. Which we is my heroes personal rewind. Which is and now our ch- now my chance to actually chime in. I think Doink and Goldust should be a tag team in WWE. The Stooges? The twenty the, the twenty four carat circus. Oh, that is just awful. Um, and also, if you're just discovering our podcast, we got seventy one episodes that you can go through that can tie you 71. over. That can tie you over for the month of December, so you'll be caught up by the time... We watch these pay-per-views, you don't have to. Unless they're really good. Yeah, and then we tell you to go watch that match. If they're bad, listen to what we have to say. Um, So we will see you in the new year. Merry Christmas, everybody, from everyone here at the Squared Circle Rewind Podcast. Happy New Year. All the best. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't toke and drive up here in Canada. (laughs) Um, and, And in some places in the States. And uh, I think, do you guys have anything to say? Do you guys want to wish them? you hit us up on social media, hashtag don't worry. But what? What? You said don't worry, but you said don't worry, 
Hit us up on social media. Don't yeah, hashtag. Hashtag don't worry. Don't I like worry. the top of wrestling. Hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's gonna be off for like weeks not being able to talk. He's gonna <laughs> wanna talk to people on social media. What are you gonna do Get on with yourself? Oh. What are you gonna do to yourself? Ah that, that's a conversation for another day. You're, you're you're gonna fall out of love with yourself because you love to hear yourself talk. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. See you all on January. Seasons 4th. beatings. Oh God, that's awful. Seasons beatings. That is does that is that how we're ending this? It's seasons. It's a popular saying in wrestling. It's not. Stop. I've never heard that term ever in, in my local life. resolution. In local. In <laughs> local wrestling. Stop. Yes. I quit. <laughs> Come back now. Bye-bye.